Hi, good morning, everyone, and welcome. This is Seek Sustainable Japan, and today I have the pleasure of talking with David Villa in Kagawa Prefecture, and he is an expert on all the art islands around Kagawa and a little bit of Okayama in there as well. Thank you so much for joining us today, David. Thank you for having me. So I have been an admirer of your work for many years.、Uh, we are in the next prefecture over in Hiroshima, and I have been to the Satouchi Trianal. You know how to say that better than me.、Uh, the art festival for many years.、Um, you actually went this year. I think there's much fewer people yes, this yes. year, right? Less crowded this year because.、Yeah. Can you? Can you tell us a little bit about、uh, how you ended up in Kagawa? So very randomly. So I'm from France, and I lived in the U.S. for a few years. Then I got back to France, and I'm not from Paris. I'm from a small town in the south, and I moved to Paris for a few years. And I had no interest in Japan. I knew nothing about Japan, but I met a woman in Paris who. I fell in love with, and I married, and she happened to be Japanese, and she was from Kagawa. So that's really how I came to Japan, and I learned about Kagawa, like basically to visit her hometown, to meet her family, and I really, really loved the place, especially Setouchi, especially the, the inland sea. And we went back and forth, like we still lived in France, and went back and forth a couple of years, and we were both tired of living in Paris. Difficult to find a job in my hometown, so I said, "Hey, let's try here, just to try." And it's been ten years now. I've been here.、Yeah. Wow! So you moved there ten years ago. Yes.、Uh, when years ago. did the Trianal start? Started in twelve years ago.、Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so just first, before you got there. Yes, the first one I went, but I still lived in France at the time. So let's introduce your website and then talk a little bit about the art islands. You can give us an introduction. So you run the website and social media under the name Setouchi Explorer. Is that right? Yes, yes, this is right. How, how did you choose the name? It's always hard to choose a name. Originally, it was called Ogijima.com, and from the island Ogijima. And the, I still lived in France at the time. And, I used the name of the island as a kind of a symbol. It was, so, it was very metaphorical. But then, when I came here, I still love this island, and we're going to speak more about it today, I'm sure.、Uh, but then it felt weird to talk. The blog was not about that island, especially. So, like,、mm, what could? I? And I, I played with a few names, and yes, it touches something, it touches something, and then explorer sounded what I was doing. So. Let's call it this way, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So on your website here, this is the SetouchiExplorer.com.、Um, you introduce the main islands. These are the the art festival islands. There's also some art、uh, shown in the ports, like in Kagawa, where you are, right?、Mm, yes. There is some art in、uh, in Takamatsu, so the change spots. Some not so much in the port this year. I think this year they're going to do it mostly in Yashima, which. Is, A big hill on the on the east of the city, and yeah, and Unaport in Okayama, they have quite a few new pieces. I think this year I haven't been there yet. Yeah. 
So can you tell us a, a little bit about each island? Should we start with Naoshima? Maybe Naoshima is the most famous? Yes, Naoshima is the most. So here I listed like my the four biggest ones. There are actually 12 involved in the, in the triennale. Naoshima is the most famous one. Of course, I think most people have heard of it. And <clears throat> it's really where the art island concept started 30s. Yeah, around 30 years ago, I forgot exactly what date. Yeah, around 30 years ago. Um, when, so it's a long story, I'm trying to make it short. <laughs> uh, so yeah, originally it was uh, Fukutake-san from what is today Benesse's company, the publishing company, wanted to do a camp project, like a camp for children, an international campsite or something on Naoshima. And it's... Um, with the mayor, they had a deal, they started that campsite, but then he died. And his son, Soichiro Fukutake, took over the company and, and decided to do art instead of campsite. He was not so interested in the campsite idea, but he, had, he was an art amateur and collector. And, and he said basically a place to put his own art somewhere, and why not on this island? And that's really how Naoshima started getting art, and it got more and more and more and got more and more popular with the years, yes, in short. Yeah, I think um, I avoided going to Naoshima mm -hmm. for many years because uh, if it's during the art festival, I thought, it's gonna be so busy. So mm. I, I think I first went to Teshima and some of the other islands. But once I went to Naoshima, I realized why it's so popular. Yeah, yeah. It is very special. Mm -hmm. They have Benesse, they have a lot of famous art, yeah. but they also have so many other creative pieces. A lot of students mm -hmm. set up their artwork on the islands. That's one of the things I love about this art festival too. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a favorite? place to visit My on Naoshima? On Naoshima, uh, I think I don't have one favorite place, but I really like, so Tadawando is the big architect there, but actually my favorite architect is Hiroshi Sambuichi. And he has a few buildings on, I don't know if you know, I think he's from Hiroshima. Do you know him? On, on what's his name? Sorry? Hiroshi Sambuichi. Hmm, maybe. He did um, what? his style is kind of mixing like contemporary and traditional, and he's using nature a lot. For example, he hates air conditioning, so he always tried to build some sort of airflow in his houses, so you don't need air conditioning. He mostly does private houses, but for the festival, he did for Naoshima, he did a few public buildings too. He has a new one this year, which I haven't seen yet. Wonderful. Yeah, it's there's every time I go to Naoshima, um, there's so many new things to explore and to see that I didn't see before. Um, one other thing I really liked about Naoshima, it's very easy to get around. Yeah. Um, when you get into the port, um, there's rental bicycle, bicycle places right there. It's very easy to cycle around the island. Um, the maps were very easy to follow, I found as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really easy yeah. to find your way on, on Naoshima, yeah. Yeah, Naoshima. all right, let's, mm -hmm. let's talk about Ogijima. Okay. So you wanted to name your website Ogijima, so okay. is that your favorite? Yeah, originally it was, yeah, the name of the website, I changed it. 
And it is really my favorite island. It's one of the reasons I, I fell in love with the area. And originally just because it was such a cute island and that's all. First time I went there was before the Triennale, so there was no art at all. And just the island itself was just so beautiful. It's very tiny. There's a tiny village on the side of the hill. It's one of the most picturesque villages around. And, and then the art came and I really loved the art too. And eventually I even made friends on the island. And, and I, I really, it's like my good spot, you know, like when I need to get out from the city and get some fresh air and relax, that's really where I go, yeah. I think it's it's so interesting. Isn't this the island where they also have a little uh, buggy factory yes. to, for the <laughs> old people to get up the hills? Because the yes. hills are really steep. So really? to get it up and down, they have these cute buggies. Yeah, old people you have trouble going to the house sometimes as they get older, yeah. Because there's almost no flat land on, on Ogijima. Very, very little just at the port, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of this artwork. It looks really interesting. Yeah, this one is pretty awesome, yeah. The, the picture is in the right position. <laughs> so, wow, yeah, I'm tilting my head because it, it's supposed to be like it is a different to, perspective, right? No, no, that's, that's, yeah, it's like the, the you're walking on the wall and the floor is, is actually a wall, yeah. What a cool idea. I yeah. love that. And the walking art. Yeah, the working out. And there's a lot of outdoor art as well as inside exhibits, right? Yes, On each island. Do, they try to do about half, half. I mean, that's half, half. Depends, okay. <laughs> but yeah, they try to do a lot of permanent artwork outdoors. And outdoors is really permanent. You can go see it any time of the year and at any time, any day, yeah. And here are the trolleys, the yes. Omba, Omba yeah. factory. Unfortunately, on Back Factory closed last year. Oh. So, yeah, the project is finished, but the Ombas are still around. They own the Islanders and they use them. What a great little invention mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Teshima. Teshima, so, Teshima has a very interesting history because it was famous for bad reasons. Um, I'm sorry, there's a Nico right now. Maybe I should put my headphones. I'm sorry, yeah. Can you hear me well? Uh, it's okay. Yeah, if you could just speak a little louder. Maybe try yeah. the headphones, yeah. Okay, I guess, yeah, the echo is... No, the echo is gone, okay. Um, so, yeah, Teshima um, was famous because it was the site of an illegal industrial dump which created lots and lots of trouble on the island, of course. But in the whole prefecture, there was years and years and years of problems. And finally, they finished. So it was legally settled 20 years, but they actually finished cleaning the island only last year. So it took a long, it's not the whole island, it was a part of the island. And so the art came also 12 years ago, and it was great for the island because it really gave another image of the island to the outside world. And I think it's a wonderful island. It's one of my favorite also. It's a bit bigger than the other ones, and but the nature and the art really go well together, I think. Like, look, the Teshima Art Museum is the most famous piece, and it's this unique 
building in the middle of nowhere. And it's, it's one of the things I really liked about this, the mixing of the art with nature and putting them together. I absolutely love this artwork and you're not allowed to take photos inside no. or video, but you, when you're inside, you kind of appreciate that because yeah. people are not walking around taking photos around you either. You. Um, so everybody just sits quietly and you take in the atmosphere. It's yeah. a very magical place, I think. Exactly. I fully agree with you. Like everybody's frustrated not being able to take pictures. But then imagine if we could take pictures, everybody would just take pictures and not enjoy being physically there. Yeah, that's right. And they really try uh, to make sure people don't talk loud even. And uh, there's no uh, sounds of the, the telephone or anything yeah. like they give you some guidance yeah. before you get into this special place. Yeah. And I, I always think that's really important for tourism, too. Right to create that special experience, sometimes you have to train the customer or train the visitor so that they have a chance to experience it the best way, right? Yeah, we agree. Yeah. We, we've, we have become addicted to taking pictures, myself included. And I, I notice sometimes I, I like, I go to a new artwork and I take as many pictures as I can. And then I leave the place and then I realize, wait a minute, I didn't actually look at it without my camera. And being a local, I'm lucky. Some days I do no camera days. <laughs> I don't bring my camera. I force myself to do that. Um, but yes, when, when you're a visitor and you come here only once, it's difficult to not take pictures. But I think people should try to don't forget to look at it with your own eyes too. Yeah. That's so important. And I, I think especially for a lot of the outside artwork and the inside artwork, it's really difficult to take good photos because it's very experiential. The way it was created was for you to experience, not for you to take a photo, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a great question from Jay Bain. Thank you, Jay, on YouTube. He says, I've been tracking the Setuchi Triennial event for several years now. My wife and son will be in Hiroshima in June. I'll be heading over for 10 days in July. So will the event be happening during that time, June and July? Yes. Yes, I, I don't have the exact dates in mind, but it's starting again. So it has three seasons, one, one month in, in spring, one month in summer and one month in autumn and the summer session starts around july 20th i don't have the exact date in mind right now yeah it's on the official website i can do it now if you want but yeah so it's late july will be on yeah and this year a lot of new art is starting in summer there is not so much new art in the spring this year because of the pandemic many artists couldn't be ready on time especially foreign artists who have trouble coming but a lot, a lot of new art is planned to start in summer this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you mentioned, I think, on your social media that you noticed some big differences between 2019 and 2022. Oh, yes, yes. Um, the crowds, I mean, 2019 was, as a local, almost, I haven't updated the Sotoshima page, Sotoshima page yet. I've been busy so still okay. for 20 years. Um, but you, you can show it if you want nice pictures. Um, 
I was saying, yeah, yes, in 2019, that's really when the train alley became very famous overseas. It started having famous in Japan, and it was so popular that it kind of became too crowded in a sense. And as a locals, yeah, we thought, people we visit for the first time were very excited and loved it. But locals, we are a bit like too many people. Like the point of the train alley also is to have art in the countryside. So there is countryside, you don't expect many people, etc. And this year, thanks or because, depending on where you are, the pandemic, not as many people can come. And it hasn't been so crowded so far. And it's been really a breath of fresh air at the same time. I mean, I understand all the people living abroad not being able to come right now. And it's frustrating, and I fully understand that. But for us, uh, it really feels like the first triennale almost, when things were new and being discovered and etc. There is not a lot of new art also because of that. More new art will come in the summer and in the fall. But yes, it's, it's not so crowded right now. The first test will be this week. Golden Week is starting. Uh, I am not going to go to the islands actually during Golden Week, or maybe one day, depending. But yeah, we'll see how crowded it gets. Yeah. Crowds. It's we want people to come. It's, it's always a very difficult balance because we want people to come, but too many people is also not a good thing. Not for the islanders, not for the environment, etc. Yeah, I think um, the first time I went to Naoshima, I went when it was not the Triano, yeah. because yeah. I knew there's a lot of art uh, you can see any time of year, not just during the festival. Um, but I went back during the Triano, but I just made sure to go really early in the morning or later in the afternoon, try to avoid going to the exhibits in the 10 a.m. to yeah. 4, 4 p.m peak time right yeah, and that that helps a lot um i remember in 2019 i saw this one in where was it shamijima, shamijima yeah. where it had the nets on yeah. the beach. that was really special i love that one it's not back this year unfortunately oh, too bad yeah but it's nice Some to look back and see your photos as well because it changes every every time they do it right yeah. yeah, some art stays for many, many years. Some art is there for only one month, and it depends, yeah. And it's frustrating when there's... Right now on Shamijima, everybody, if you're in Japan, if you can go to Shamijima before May 19th, go. There is a wonderful, two wonderful pieces of art on Shamijima right now, and they're here only for one month, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good insight there. Um, uh, Shamijima, you don't have an art guide yeah, I've been so busy. My French, I also have a French site. My French site used to be my main site, and little by little, I'm switching to English. It doesn't have all the pages yet. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. You're doing so much. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're on to the next island, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Is it? We talked about Ogijima. I haven't spoken about Shodoshima. Shodoshima, yes. Shodoshima. So, yeah, the page is not updated, but some pictures are still interesting. Shodoshima is a big island. It's one of the biggest in the Seto Inland Sea. It has 30,000 people. So, it's really very different mood than 
the other islands, but it's still very rural. Even the 30,000 people don't live in one city that's spread in several living areas on the island. And I really like Shodoshima because it, it feels like a little world on its own. The other islands are so small, they're very beautiful, but they feel deserted island feeling, which is also a great feeling. Um, Shodoshima feels you have everything. You have the mountain, you have the sea, you have... It's, it's like a tiny Japan. It's like a mini Japan in itself, yeah. And, and it has also a lot of large-scale art, which is like you can see now, this one is still around, I think, yeah. And Shodoshima, because it's big, because it has a lot of space, can afford to have very big artworks, yeah. And that's one of the things I really like about Shodo, yeah, all the very large-scale artwork they have once in a while, yeah. It's great to see so much reuse of the old structures as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. as a part of the artwork. Mm -hmm. And they also have a lot of collaborations between international artists and Japanese artists, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, they try to have as many international artists as possible. And it, yes, this year it's more difficult. They have some, yeah. And and I, I like that. I like the, the comparison also of different feelings of making art. Like, of course, every individual have their own, every artist has their own feelings and inspiration. You can feel also like Asian art and European art and American art. They're, they're different. They are different. Yeah. I'm not, I wasn't an art specialist. I still am not really an art specialist on a global scale, but. I'm a specialist just about here, but I am learning how I see, like I really see how this is Japanese art. Like I don't imagine a European doing this or vice versa yeah, sometimes. It's, I'm still having a hard time explaining. It's more feeling, but yeah. Have you studied art? Do you have a background in art or crafts? Not really, no. I mean, I have a background in literature, so, of course, when you study literature, you study art a little bit on the side, but like from a historical perspective, like I know a little bit of art history, but art itself, no, I never studied, no. So for this year, here's your post about this year's Trianal. Yeah, so that's, this page is where you want to go if you don't know anything about the Trianal and, and read, yeah. And tells you all the islands yeah. where they have the art. Wow, so many. Yeah. So would you recommend people get the pass, like the season pass, yeah. to go to all the exhibits, all the islands? Yes, definitely. If, you, if you're there one day, maybe not. Even for one day, it's worth it, I think, sometimes. Um, because if you pay for every place, sometimes it ends up being very expensive. Sometimes if you visit only one island, it depends on the islands, maybe. Some are more expensive than others. Overall, yes, I advise to take the pass, basically. Yeah, only if you if you can visit only three artworks, maybe don't take the pass. But if you're there one or two days, it's worth it. Yeah. And then you pay extra for the ferry passes, right? You, so yeah, you, then the, each ferry you need to buy individually. They have a ferry pass that's worth three days in a row, but not every ferry. So you have to plan around this, yeah because it's, yeah, it has to be three days back to back. And not every ferry allow you to take the ferry pass. So yeah, that's something you need to plan around. 
And yeah, but the art pass is really always worth it. Uh, this is another island we haven't talked about yet, Inujima. Inujima, so Inujima is, from, is the one island in Okayama Prefecture. And it's an island that's very small and has been very damaged by industrialization. What a lot of people don't know, it's uh, about a century ago, like near the end of the Meiji period, um, many, many islands of the Seto Inland Sea became industrial sites when Japan became heavily industrialized. The islands were the places where factories were built. And Inujima had hills, now it's flat. They leveled the hills by digging through for minerals and etc. And they had a very big copper refinery. You're just showing the ruins of it right now. And this huge copper refinery, is the word in English, yeah, um, had created lots and lots of pollution. Yeah. And now it has been turned into an outside. And so the island was heavily polluted also. And I'm talking about a century ago. This, this factory was open only for 20 years, I think, in the, around the 900s. And it was enough to really change the full island. Nowadays, the island only has 20 people on it, I think. It's almost, nobody almost lives there. Yeah. And it has a lot of outside. This one is the most important one and the most interesting one, I think. So it's the former factory that was turned into an outside. Yeah, yeah I researched this. I wanted to go here. Okay. Isn't it really near uh, Setouchi City in Okayama? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. you can be from Hodenport. I don't know what city it's part of. Yes, so you don't have to go from other because if you go from Teshima from Naoshima, it's a long trip. So you can, if you are on Honshu, you can actually go from around Setuchi City. Yes. And this is like many of the artworks. Uh, it seems to have a, a common theme about environmental preservation or thinking about uh, what is man, what is humankind doing to the earth or about past choices like factories which are polluting, but how we can transform them into learning about the past, but seeing maybe a brighter future. These, yes. these seem to be common themes in the art festival. I love to see that. Definitely is. The art festival has a theme which is restoration of the sea. And it's the same theme, it's a permanent theme. And that's the whole idea. This place, I believe, and I, I think you agree, you live in Hiroshima and you go to your islands in Hiroshima sometimes. I think the Seto Inland Sea is one of the most beautiful parts of Japan. And not many people know it really, except the locals. And it has been heavily damaged by industrialization, by pollution nowadays. Depopulation is a problem in all over Japan, but it's a bigger problem on the islands also. And the art festival really started from there. So Naoshima already had some art. And there was another art festival in um, Niigata, I think the Echigotsumali tree in I forgot where it's located, Nagano, Niigata. And it was also an idea to restore life in the rural area. And both festival for well, Naoshima and that festival staff teamed up to do the same thing here basically so that's why they really 
as much as possible use the past of the islands to create the future yes and the, the goal of the, the festival is not so much to become a tourist place tourist place is more a mean and the goal is really to re revitalize the islands so more people know them respect them move there if possible etc and so they use what's there of course yeah it makes a lot of sense and uh, on some of the smaller islands especially like the island with all the seagulls at the front yeah. at the port Megijima, is it and they have a lot of old houses which have been taken over they were abandoned yeah. and then taken over by groups of art students from tokyo university or other universities around japan and yeah. so it's not only revitalizing during the art festival, but yeah. of course, these students are traveling to the island to set up their art, to, yeah. to engage with the local people. So in that way, it's a much longer effect yes. about bringing young people, bringing people to the island. I thought that was really clever, really nice idea. Yes, yes. What everybody knows is the art festival, but really the art festival is the visible part of the whole process and the process is a permanent process yeah of trying to revitalize the islands by many different ways bringing students doing things there um a lot of events have it ha not the past three years because we know but from 2010 until 2020 yeah many many things happen also in between festivals and they're not so um, publicized in the outside world and they're not so important in numbers of people but they're sometimes more important for the islands themselves and that's how they really recreate a dynamic and a society on the islands yes. because we have to understand that the average age of the population in most islands is very old it's like in their 60s or 70s some islands are literally dying uh, from old age and people the young people living and and so they're really trying to have new life coming to the islands. It's working better or less depending on islands because every island have their own personality and culture. Something that outsiders don't know, of course, like when you see all these islands, okay, islands. Now every island really has their own unique personality, their own unique culture, and something that works very well on one island doesn't work so well on the other one and and etc so you really it's that way it's always an ongoing project and the, the local communities are really involved on a day-to-day -day basis yeah and more and more students come yeah students so i work at kagawa university and yeah there are more and more clubs and organizations in the university doing things on the islands too which is pretty exciting yeah. oh that's great is there a government funding for the students to do their projects there or is there the universities are supporting the students to get to the islands or is it the students are funding it themselves do you know i don't really know about that i mean the the whole project is is funded by Kagawa Prefecture mostly, of course. Um, then the individual projects, I think it really depends on what project. Yes, some are financed. The clubs, I guess, are financed partly by the university, partly by students themselves. There is a cafe on Naoshima managed by students from my university, for example. So they get the money from the cafe, of course, but they finance themselves. Art projects 
um, I, I think it really depends on each project. Each project has different ways of being financed, I, I assume, yeah. Mm. It's interesting. Uh, Naoshima, I think, is maybe the only island that has a big investor with Benesse, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and Benesse has the museum. They also have a guest house. Yeah. Um, do any of the other islands, do they have any big investor? The Benesse actually has spread on Inujima. Okay. So all of Inujima's art is also part of Benesse. About half of Teshima's art is part of Benesse. The other islands, not so much. And so most of the artwork belongs to Artfront Gallery, which is the big gallery in Tokyo. When Fram Kitagawa, the director of this gallery, is also the director of the Trinale. So most of the art is managed by them. The one on Naoshima, Inujima, and some on Teshima is managed by Benese. And there's some other deep, unique projects, some art projects belong to some universities. So on, on Megijima, there is Megi House, but it's closed this year, which belongs to Aichi Art. I don't know what university in Aichi. Takamijima also has a project with an art university in, to, in Kyoto. So Takamijima is a small island that's um, on the western part of Kagawa. It's only open in the autumn for the festival. But almost all of the art there is from students in Kyoto. I don't know the name. I always forget the names of the universities. If it's a difficult, long, it's a long one. Uh, Hiroshima Art University also has some projects on Shodoshima. Yeah. And some of the large ones that you showed already. It's a teacher from Hiroshima and with his students. Yeah. Uh, this is this is an interesting area. I remember stopping here, and this is where they had the net uh, yeah. one as well on the beach. But this little hill, mm -hmm. it looks like they had a little performance. Yes. That was interesting. You caught that. That was great. Yeah. Uh, this band is called the Seppuku Pistols, and they've been like a, a mainstay of the trainer. They've come. <laughs> And go ahead, play if you want. I don't know. That's great. It's such a great sound, right? Great sound. I really, really love them. And it's a band you must see live because it's drums. You know, drums is music that must be felt in your body. Almost. It's fantastic. Yeah. What a great atmosphere to mm -hmm. have this as a stage, this yeah. hill. I love that. Yeah. This is some of the current art on Shamijima that's staying only one month. And it's so beautiful and so moving. Yeah. And I really, if anybody can come, if you're, if you're listening to, to this, and if you can come to Shamijima before the end of, before mid-May, so soon, <laughs> you should come, yeah. That's just the sea. I was imitating Sugimoto, <laughs> imitating Sugimoto. That's some of the new art in Takamatsu port. There isn't a lot. I think that's the only one in Takamatsu port that's new. Yeah. And you're living in Takamatsu, live, in, the, in that area, right? Yeah, yeah, I live not too far from the port, yes. I go as often as I can. But I love the, like the shadow of the island beyond. It's nice. Thanks. Do you enjoy photography the most, you think, I'm, as you're walking around? I'm, I'm really, I'm not a prof I, Yes, I mean, my camera is set on automatic most of the time. That's what I mean, I'm not a photographer. But I'm really starting getting into photography because of my blog. Before that, I was not really taking many pictures. 
And when I started this blog, I started the blog really to, so I started it while I still lived in France uh, to just show the place. And, and when it became more and more important, um, yeah, of course, pictures are the best way. So my, my medium is usually originally writing, but then of course, pictures are better than writing when you want to show such beautiful landscapes. Yeah. Um, is there, are there rules about taking photos of some of the outside artwork? Like, um, is there copyright issues? Like mm -hmm. I've heard about of course, the famous pumpkins of Yayoi Kusama. Yeah. Everybody wants to take photos, but there's something about copyright, isn't there, for some um, of the outside work? Complicated. Outside work in theory, yeah. I think you, it's okay. Yeah. Just like Benesse being very controlling of the image, always want to, if you put it on social media, you must use this hashtag. Nobody does it, <laughs> um, myself included. No, I mean, it's it's outside, you know, it's public area, so <laughs> they can't do anything. They can't force us to do anything. Benesse has changed some of his photography picture, though. Um, some places like um, Benesse House Museum and the Art House Project, now you can take picture inside, which is new from last year. Yeah. So oh. when I learned that last year, I rushed there and I took as many pictures as I could. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was very strict before. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll visit like museums uh, that have some interesting displays, but really it's the only appeal for the destination area. And I'll want to take photos to share mm -hmm. on yeah. social media. And they say no photos. I'm mm -hmm. like, really? Yeah. You don't want some free promotion? Like nobody's coming, you know, but... Of course, the art island's a very different story. Many people are coming. So yeah. <laughs> is very, very controlling of the image and that's part. In some, like we mentioned, the Teshima Art Museum, some art spaces are just better without pictures. It's about experiencing it. It's not about seeing it. Some other art spaces, there is no reason why they ban pictures except controlling the image, yeah. Uh. Now, I, I notice on your website as well, you talk a lot about the pilgrimage. You're based in Shikoku Island. Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. um, tell us about the Shikoku pilgrimage. Yes, yeah, so it's a very famous pilgrimage uh, that's 1,300 years old. And that's what Shikoku was famous from for since times immemorial. And I don't, I'm not a specialist of the pilgrimage. Okay, I haven't done it. I really am a tourist about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of the big things in Shikoku, and it really shaped Shikoku culture in many, many ways. Um, especially, I really, one, one of the things I really loved when I first came here, I didn't know anything about Japan, as I told you, and I had an image of Japanese people being aloof and not super friendly and not very welcoming. And when I came here, I had a completely opposite experience of some of the friendliest and most welcoming people I've met. And I don't know if it's different parts of Japan. I don't really know the east of the country so much. But Shikoku, actually, a small isolated island, you will think they are not like some, I did a pilgrim in Lego. <laughs> um, you will imagine a small isolated island. Shikoku is still small and it's still isolated less and less. Wouldn't be welcoming of outsiders. And they really are, because Shikoku has this culture of welcoming outsiders for more than a thousand years. And, and the pilgrim has really shaped Shikoku that way, yeah. because you had people walking 
of all the time coming there for, for the pilgrimage. And nowadays it's more and more famous, including out overseas. And so I'm, I don't know so much about the pilgrimage beyond what I just told you. But um, yes, it's, it's something that's, and that's his Todd Wassel. Do you know Todd? No, I can't hear you anymore. No, I haven't. I haven't talked to him. Uh, he wrote a book about walking the pilgrimage, huh? Put you in touch with him. He's, he yeah. walked the pilgrimage not once, but twice. Oh, and wonderful. he lives in Laos now. But he's also lived in Japan for a while, yeah, and his wife is Japanese. And yeah, he's a wonderful guy. And he he read this book if you have the chance. It's really amazing. And it really tells you it's not about, it's not a guide. It's not a guidebook. It's really about the experience of a young man walking the pilgrimage in Japan. And, and it's, yeah, it's, I think, yeah, you should have him on the show. I don't know if it, if it will fit your show, but and if it's possible, because he's, he lives in the other side of the planet, online. <laughs> yeah. And so he's a wonderful guy. He's, he's the one who got me into blogging seriously. I was blogging very casually. And it's like, no, no, you should do it more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'd be great to talk to him, even people who've moved away from Japan, um, yeah. but have done, you know, who have deep knowledge about something about Japan. Yeah. Definitely. I love talking to them. And it's kind of nice in a way being outside of Japan and having that view back of Japan as somewhere further away from where you are. It's always yeah. interesting, right? Yeah, sounds interesting. Well, so you do some interviews as well. It's nice to see. Yeah, sometimes when I can, yeah, I do some interviews. Like for the Triennale, I try to interview international artists every three years. I've been really busy recently. And also because of the situation, there was no information available until three weeks ago about who was coming or who was not coming. So I'm going to try to do some more interviews for them in the coming months. Yeah, should I try to do them before the Triennale this time? I'm changing things to we have to all adapt, yeah. Yeah, the, so, the mood is, is different on site, yeah, it's quite does it, seem, does it seem like the international artists are able to come? Yes, some some have been able to come. They get a work visa, I guess, or something like that, yeah. I some some have come already, yeah. And some will hopefully come soon, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell us about some of the artists you've talked to? in the past so in the past i've talked to um so tanya preminger the woman who built the um, the hill we just saw she's a russian israeli artist and she does land art yeah i wish she had come back oh hello mitsuyo mitsuyo is here it's my friend <laughs> um uh, so yeah tanya yeah does land art and she works mostly in europe all over the world and she that she did the hill on shadow shodoshima with uh, the circle around it. I spoke to Oscar Oiwa, I think is almost a friend. We've known each other for many years now. We are not intimate, but, um, and so he's um, Brazilian. He's from Brazil, but his parents were from, Chi from Japan. Uh, so his parents were from Japan, moved to Brazil. He was born in Brazil, but then he lived in Japan for many years. His wife is Japanese, but then they moved to America. So he's Brazilian, Japanese, American. And so they're a very multicultural family. Uh, I've met his family, yeah. And so he comes every triennale. He has art every triennale. Some is permanent, some is not. 
and so it has a very strong link with the triennale and I, I i did only one i've known him for many years but i did only one small interview with him i, I plan to do a bigger one for his new art this summer yeah and fully i will be able to actually document him building the art if he let me yeah i hope he will wow, <laughs> sounds great yeah <laughs> Um, what what exhibits have you been to that that you really felt a strong impact or you really enjoyed? Yeah, the ones I really really like is the, the big large scale ones on Shodoshima are always very. I love them because it's like a, they create a different reality. You know, the kind of places that exist only in fantasy and not they're real. They're here. You can go there like the big bamboo houses, for example, things like that. I like also um, all the art that's really linked to the culture of the island, like the Omba. I think the Omba factory is one of the most important artworks for the Triennale because it's not just art you put on an island. It's part of the island. The Ombas existed before the little trolleys, the ladies push. They existed before the the art festival and, and Oshima-san, the man who did Omba Factory, really is a localist from Takamatsu. He, lo he, he loved Ogijima his whole life. And, and when he was inv invited for the first triennale, he wanted to do art that belonged to the island. And, and that's why he didn't want to change the island. He wanted to make the island what it already was, make it more beautiful. And I really think this is the spirit of the Triennale. I think most of the art should aim towards something like this. Every artist have their own sensibility. Sensibility, Sense. Yes, <laughs> my English sometimes glitches. Um, and, and of course, foreign artists is more difficult because they don't know the island so well. But more and more artists, that's why I like when artists come back and return every three years because they get to know the communities better. They get to know the sites where they're going to do art better. And the art really belongs to the island more and more. And I think it's really important. Benesse is great for many reasons. It attracts people, it puts them on the map, but the art of Benesse is just, could be anywhere in the world. It just happens to be on Benesse, on Naoshima. When some art like Omba Factory, like, um, like some, I don't know, Omba <laughs> Factory is really the main one I have in mind right now, can't exist anywhere else in the world. It is part of Ogijima. It belongs to Ogijima. You can't make it anywhere else. And that's what I really, the kind of art that really, I think is very important and really touches me. Yeah. That's really but, interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I'm showing some of the outdoor ex exhibitions yeah. in Benesse. Yeah. Um, the, I think the impressive thing for the outdoor exhibits is you're taking in this big view of the sea and the mountains. And it, it is such an interplay between mm -hmm. nature and art. And that's that's something a lot of people love about mm -hmm. these Benesse exhibits, right? Yeah, definitely. I think I like the outdoor art much better than the indoor art because of that, because the landscape is part of the art and the art is part of the landscape. They, they become one thing. And, and that's why I think it's indoor art is more like art, regular art, art we're used to see anywhere. 
when really yet um, exactly what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> so the, the out, outdoor art is very important. Trend. Yeah, I'd love to introduce your YouTube channel. Uh, you are also starting to make great videos. It's yeah. it's hard to start doing a new medium, um, yeah, but but how's it going? So I'm learning. I'm learning my videos. I don't think they're great yet. I hope I'll get there one day. But yes, um, actually. So here, this is. You should tell this story. The pumpkin used to be here, right? The pumpkin has been washed out, and that's the spot of the pumpkin. And I meant to start to do this video before the pumpkin was destroyed, and because of Corona, because of weather, because of life, I didn't get to go before it was destroyed. So I only went there. So I pretend I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, of course, that was one of the big spots that everybody wanted to go and take a photo at. I remember when I went, uh, it was a really busy day, and there was a line down the street of yes. people waiting to have their photos taken in front of it. But everybody was is so polite and waiting so nicely in line and taking turns, yeah. which was lovely. This, yeah, I think that's so amazing. That's one of the amazing things about Japan. Yeah, like in any other country, you couldn't take a picture of the pumpkin. There would be crowds surrounding it all the time. In Japan, yeah, people are waiting in line to get their spots. And then the next person, yeah, that's pretty fun, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, is this the inside? This is also outside exhibit? It's also outside. Yeah. So this one, you really need two people to, to really make it work. But like alone was a bit more difficult. <laughs> Um, it's like there is a mirror play. Like you never know if you're looking at the reflection or if you're looking at the real world. And the the wind, the glass is like big, weird, like this, like here. Oh. You never know when, when it's a reflection and when it's not. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, but I think adding video is really nice touch because there's some things that you can appreciate about the art from video that you don't get if you're only looking at a photo right yeah that's why i started to make more videos yeah because some art yeah, you need to move around to really see to feel it the way it should be feel and so yeah but i'm still a beginner with videos i have a long way to go to make great videos no it's it's a really hard to compete with the mm the amazing youtubers every every yeah. video they make is like a small film yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> amazing mm -hmm. and now you also introduced takamatsu where you're living you have yeah. some insights about takamatsu if people are visiting takamatsu you have a recommendation um yes just i mean my recommendation really to go anywhere is just go to random places. Of course, Ritsurin, you just saw Ritsurin. If you go to Takamatsu, you must go to Ritsurin Ko and Ritsurin Garden. It's one of the most beautiful gardens in Japan. And but beyond that, I really advise you to just enjoy the city. Just go random places. The port is a very beautiful place to go, of course. Uh, Yashima, so Yashima is that big hill on the side of the city and there, there always promote it to make it a tourist place. It's not always working. Uh, it has a great temple though, for, for the pilgrimage and they're just building a new thing. So it's some sort of giant lookout. It's not open yet. It's going to open this summer. So I, I will document it. I don't really know what it's going to be except a big lookout, but it's huge. So I hope it's going to be more than just a lookout. Yeah. 
Nice. But um, this is your hometown, Takamatsu, and uh, the islands are kind of your home turf as well. Yeah. But all of everything you do for Satoshi Explorer, this is a passion project. This is a side hustle. Yes. Uh, you, this is not your main job, right? No, no, I'm a teacher. <laughs> so that's a really hobby, a hobby that just became bigger and bigger, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jay just said he didn't know that Takamatsu is the capital of Kagawa, Japan's smallest prefecture. Kagawa is Japan's smallest prefecture. Osaka used to be. And when they built Kansai Airport, just the size of Kansai Airport <laughs> make it bigger than Kagawa. Wow. Has been I didn't know prefecture. that. Yeah. Um, so we have a few minutes left. Is there anything we haven't talked about mm -hmm. yet that you wanted to introduce? No, I think I would cover out most important things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about your channels where people can see your work. Mm -hmm, okay. So the main site is Setouchi Explorer. Yes. Mm -hmm. so and then the other channels that you would send people to? Uh, so my Twitter, I use um, I use mostly also to talk about around here. Oh, um, Jay, I saw your question. I will answer right after. Um, so, I, yeah. I talk mostly about things here, like I try to show pictures, sometimes talk about things happening. Um, Instagram I use very irregularly. Sometimes I will, if I go to the, during the festival I try to use it more, and then sometimes I don't use it for a year. Uh, so maybe my, my blog is really my main place to find me. And I try to develop my YouTube channel, but pretty slowly, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Mitsuyo. So Jay, yes, uh, train and bike share for getting around the festival. Um, well, the festival, most of the festival is on the islands, so train is not an option. <laughs> um, some, you can rent bicycles on some islands, yeah. So every island has different size, has different um, infrastructure. So it really depends on what island you're in. If you go to my website on the main Setochi Triennale 2220, 22 page, uh, I will explain on each island how it's how you get around the best way. Some islands you walk, some islands you there are buses, etc. In terms of trains, but Jay, you said you're going to go in the summer, but for the Western Islands, the, the Western Islands are only in the fall sessions. Yeah, you of course can take the train from Takamatsu to each city. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm also adding the link to your Facebook group. Mm -hmm, the yes. Facebook group is just about the art islands, is it? Yes, yes. I, I started. I have two groups, but that's the main one. Yeah, I have one about anything around here, but it's not so active. And then this one is really about the festival. Yeah. And so I, I made it three years ago because I started getting many, many questions and emails about many things, and I was getting swamped by questions. My blog is really pretty small blog usually but two, three years ago yes suddenly lots and lots of visitors came and so i started this facebook page to just centralize everything here to not have to repeat things every single time yeah and people i'm the it's a group so anyone can post on it of course but of course i'm the main poster and but anyone is allowed to, to, to post whatever they want as long as it's on topic yeah Wonderful. And Jay just said he bought you some coffee. Yay. Awesome. 
<laughs> it's nice to, for people to tip or support the passion projects, right? Yes, That's wonderful. Don't do it for the money, but it always helps to just <laughs> pay for tickets to go to the, to the islands, mostly. It okay. does help. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what the spring version of the art festival is finishing when? Do you know the May, date? May 18th, I think. I have On no May date this year. I don't know why. Around May and 18th. Then, and then the next session will start in summer, in um, June or July? Mid-July until early September. And the last session will be October. Maybe like late, late September until early November. All of October, two days in September and November. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Morikawa-san said, great job, David. You are a great ambassador for Kagawa and Seto Uchi. Yeah, wonderful. Thank so you. you, you Mori. Mitsuyo um, knows Shodoshima very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wonderful. We could have a... A Shodoshima special talk with yes. Morikawa-san. I love that. <laughs> yeah, let's get get in touch. I love that. Um, let's let's have a look at other videos. Any other video that you feel you enjoyed making or is fun to introduce? Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think right now. Uh, I'll show your YouTube if there is one you like right now, I don't know. Let me see. Um, the Naoshima one. This, yeah. Oh, the Seto Ohashi is always fun yeah. if people yeah. are driving over, right? Yeah, I was riding the bicycle a boat. It's um, some somebody I know who lives in Okayama who has a boat. He invited me on a ride one day, and he said, "Where do you want to go?" Okay, I've never been under the bridge. Let's go under the bridge, and. And that was a nice trip, yeah. That was a very, very fun day. Yeah. The weather was not so great, unfortunately, but everything else was awesome. It's such an impressive bridge if you're driving, or yeah. um, you can also, this is part of the Shimanami Kaido. Uh, no, no, people no. Will, maybe not this one, but no. one of the big bridges no. that you can you can go all the way over to Shikoku, yeah. all the way from Honshu. So, um all of these bridges that go across the mm -hmm. ocean between the islands are so amazing, aren't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, yes, and you just, were on a on a boat too. On a boat, yeah, yeah. It was a really great experience. I think you know it all. I went to um, Naruto. Naruto is not so far yeah. from you, right? Naruto, yes, and, the other bridge, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Naruto has the whirlpools. So, yeah. have you ever been in the whirlpools in a boat? I've looked no. at it from above. Yeah, me too. I've, I've looked at it from the bridge. I've never been on a boat. Yeah, I meant to go, and, and I haven't been there in many, many years. So one day I, I should go back. Yeah, I think it's something I should do soon. Yeah. Oh, Jay says this reminds him of Golden Gate Bridge, Golden Gate. where he is in San Francisco. <laughs> a lot of similarities yeah. all over the world, right? But I, I think that's the, one of the aims of the art islands, right? It's it's to bring the world to these small islands in Japan that yeah. usually people would never find, right? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's really to put them on the map. Like, look, here they are. Here is what's happening to them, good and bad. And if you're interested, please. <laughs> 
and doing that through the medium of art uh, to make mm -hmm. those bridges about creativity and a new yeah. way to think about things. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, Japan does that more and more in more and more places, and it's a great way to to find a use for this place because some people say, yes, it's sad, there is depopulation, but what can we do with it? We're not going to become farmers. And no, but there are more ways. And yeah, one, one last thing, yeah, I haven't talked. Do we have some time? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I want, yeah, well, I forgot to mention about Ogijima, and it's happening also on Shodoshima. So newcomers are coming to the islands, are living on the islands. And a lot of them, yes, some have tourist-oriented jobs, like you opening cafes. A very few are actually, but also new technologies. On Ogijima, three families, I think, moved, and they work in IT. And that's one, and I've heard about some people working in IT also moving to Shodoshima. And that's what, how to make those islands part of the 21st century is yes, you can, nowadays we can do many jobs online and even more things. And people actually realize I don't live to live in Osaka or in Tokyo to work on a computer. I can do that in the countryside on an island. And some people are doing it. And I think that's one of the goals of the Triennale to bring those islands to the 21st century. And bringing uh, new residents as well as new visitors, yeah. that's it's such a good effect of the art island idea, right? That's really the main goal. The main goal is to bring people to live on the islands, to see the islands, to visit the islands, yes, but then to have some of those people stay there. Yeah, and wonderful. Well, thank you so much, David. That was a fantastic talk. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe we'll catch up again after this year's uh, Triennale is finished and, and talk more about the artists and the work. Yes, thanks. That's a very good idea. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for joining. I show my tears to you, I'm stronger I drop the armor, now I'm bolder